What's up, Wrestle fans? You're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode four. Time limit, my ass. What's up, Warheads? Welcome to episode four, week four of the Wednesday Night War. That rhymes. It does. That makes it the best week. It's impressive. Yeah. So, I mean, what's going on, Brett? Nothing, DJ. What's yeah. going on? I don't know. Brother. I asked you, man. Well, I asked you. Well, it doesn't count. You asked second. Yeah, but why do I? It why? doesn't count. It doesn't count. You're supposed to tell me what's Age going on. Age before beauty. What does that mean? It means you're old. Oh, well, yeah, okay. yeah <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah, no, I'm super old. So yeah, good call. I would say super old. Good call. Yeah. Thankfully, there's no Wale showing up this week. So I don't have to ask you who that is. <laughs> I'll explain these things okay, to you whenever good. you need That's it. That's why I keep you around. I, I I appreciate it. All right. So let's just get right into it, I guess, right? Yeah. Let's, let's just jump right into week, I mean, episode three of AEW Dark. Yeah. Even though it's week four, it's weird time limbo. The, listen, they're all filmed on hump day. It's true. So. They are. The theme song, the theme song should be humping around by Bobby Brown, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I think it should be. All anyway. right. Well, let's get AEW on the horn. Yeah. Uh, so the third episode of AEW Dark mm-hmm. featured a special guest commentator. This was in the, Philly, the Tasmaniac. Yeah, the uh, Human Suplex Machine, mm-hmm. Peter Sinertra. Is that his real name? Yeah, I never knew. that. I saw that one time with Joey Styles. I was like, "You may know him as Peter Sinertra. Nobody does, but you may know him as Taz. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I never knew that. I was like, "Oh, you said you that just, twice. That's you weird." Just pulled back the curtain. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's weird. Sorry, sorry brother. Kayfabe's real. First, we'll cover that later. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. First match up, we had Brandon Cutler. Uh-huh. This is his first appearance in a few weeks. I th- or, yeah, same yeah. appearance in the last four at least. Yeah, they're going up against the bad boy, bad boy. Joey Janela. Yeah, uh, this went about nine minutes. Okay. Janela got the dub. Mm-hmm. I think it was more so just to get him a win because I don't think he's had a win yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, Joey's, you know, people like Joey right now, that, that, that Omega match, people really got into him. Uh, yeah, which so is gonna, cool. They're going to use him a little bit more. I, I know that they're trying to establish, like, the whole, oh, he's more than just a crazy hardcore guy. Yeah, but he's not. Yeah, he's he's okay. But yeah, I, listen, I'm fine with Joey. I mean, out of this match, I think Joey was better. I agree, uh, yeah. Cutler's, like, missing something for me. I don't know what it is. I mean, it could just be charisma as a whole. Uh, I don't want to be that mean, but it's just when I watch him wrestle, like, he can do the stuff. He can do backflips. You know, he knows how to apply a headlock. I'm sure he's done a cravat or two in his day, (laughs) but he's just missing something. Yeah. Uh, Again, the commentary still getting him over is like, oh, he left wrestling for seven years and now he's back because he's friends with the Young Bucks. It's like, (laughs) I still don't understand that that's a good reason for him to be there. Uh, but dark match versus Janela, it, it is what it is. It was it was slow paced and too long. Yeah, and I think that you're starting. I know it's only four weeks in, but mm-hmm. you're starting to obviously figure out a pecking order yes. in AEW. Sure, and you can see which guys are you know. Hey, you can get wins on dark, but on yeah. main shows we got to feed you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so I get it. The wins on dark count. Yeah, so, there you go. Unless it's unsanctioned and they shut the lights out. Well. <laughs> Uh, we had this week's uh, feature of, hey, I'm Cody Rhodes, and I'm doing everybody a favor. Uh, is that, well, see, I, I like to refer to it as, I'm Cody Rhodes, and I'm going to subtly bury the WWE. Uh, you know what? I think they're both, yeah. <laughs> they both go hand yeah. in hand. Yeah. Uh, QT Marshall. Mm-hmm. I love the name. Yeah, it's a cool. QT, it's that's funny. funny. Yeah. 
I don't know anything about him. I no. guess he was in Ring of Honor. I didn't, I, sure. I think this was during a time when yeah, I was I didn't checked watch, out. Yeah. I still checked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that goes into the next match that we okay. had. Nyla Rose, which I was really surprised when they showed her record as 0 and 3. Yeah. She's... Uh, yeah, I was like, wait, how is that possible? Yeah. But I was like, oh no, she's only won like Battle Royals. Mm-hmm. Uh, going against the librarian, Leva Bates. Great. Before the match, they did the whole shtick of running down sports teams. And it just happened to be, you know, in the city where all of my beloved sports teams are. Yeah. So fuck you, Peter Avalon. He did, so he did that last week too and made the joke about the cup of water and they can't carry a cup or. Bring a cup in. I, I didn't get it. I, I mean, I understood I understood okay. the reference. Okay, okay. I just didn't understand. I, what I didn't get was why they're letting him do it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, do, my, oh my, do I have to explain? Do I have to sport you real quick? No, you don't. Okay. That I understood. Okay. Why they're continuing to let him uh, just like oddly make fun of the town he's in for like, for, for heat. Not the good kind of heat. Because the people, they just they just don't want to see him. Well, he got the uh, the shut the fuck up yeah, chance. he did. <laughs> and then, so they've turned that gimmick into then him being an idiot, and then Leva uh, apologizing for him. Uh, very weird. And I don't remember exactly, you probably do, but this one was even more like winding and long-winded of a shot on Philly. Yeah, because, well, he said something about like Bryce Harper because the Nationals are in the World yeah. Series. And then it's like, Oh, so you have no defense, and neither did your team against the Vikings last yeah, week. Oh, yeah, it was a really uh, roundabout way to. Yeah, just, just, I, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't like it. Yeah. I like. I, I just. I don't get the. F- I just don't, I get, don't the get, I I don't get, get the gimmick. I don't get it. I don't and understand I especially it. Don't get them because from when we've seen them wrestle, they're just not good. I mean, if both of them are just going to be, you know, taking the job on the YouTube shows, well, then okay, I mean, I'm fine with yeah, that. That seems to be what they're doing. Um. So the match itself, mm-hmm. this was just squash. Yeah. Uh, Nyla just killed Leva in about four minutes. Um, Another one of just getting her the win. Yeah, and uh, I don't think Nyla's like at that point yet where she can carry somebody. No. And uh, Leva... The last bunch of weeks has, have really shown that um, their women's division's weak. And I'm so surprised by that. I was really excited for it, and it's same, not anymore. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I me either. I, I agree with you. I was like, oh, this is going to be like awesome. This is going to be the highlight. And I feel like, and we'll talk about what happened on Dynamite, where sure. I'm like, why? What is happening yeah. with the women's division already? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Uh, then the main event. Yeah, there were some promos before. Yeah, do you want to talk about the promos? I do, I, just because I like them. I don't want to talk about with the content. Okay. I just like that they're putting them somewhere. I like the little short promos to hype a match. I'd rather they be right before the match, uh, like old WWF style where, you know, Hawk and Adam won't come yeah. out and snarl or Flair would be woohooing or whatever. Uh, that's what he does, woohoo. I don't know if you know about Ric Flair. <laughs> Is that new now? But Ric Flair does his woohoo. That's his famous. Uh-huh. It's not new. That's his famous thing. I'm surprised you're on a wrestling podcast and you don't know. <laughs> Ric Flair says woohoo. I must have missed the part uh, that he said that between on when he was on Raw and Monday, saying that they're going to Saudi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and he also uh... proceeded to like run down the Browns and said. Something about having sex with somebody's mother or something. Oh, well, that's because some kid in the crowd was heckling him. Oh, you don't heck the nature, and boy. And he, like, shot. He was like, I used to know your mother. Anyway, yeah. this isn't the Ric Flair show. That's completely different. It could uh, be. It could be, but it's not. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, I like the promos there. That's cool. I wish they would use them more. Now, in the main event, the eight-man tag team fuckery. Yeah. 
We Just had exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. You had Shima and T Hawk, the strong hearts, strong hearts, uh, teaming up with Private Party, mm-hmm. going up against. What do, what do they call themselves the Brotherhood, Cody and Dustin? Nah, they've just been calling them Cody and Dustin. Okay. Because they're I, not even saying, like, the Rhodes Brothers, because I think yeah. the E will crack down on that. See, you know what, though? Like, I, Cody came out and interviewed, he's like, yeah, I can, I could use Rhodes. Oh, really? He goes, I just don't want to. Oh, weird. He said something like, I guess when he was in Japan, he yeah. liked the American Nightmare Cody, and he's mm. like, I felt like it was, like, me getting over more and not just, like, relying on my okay. last name, which I was... Which is weird, because in multiple promos, he's brought up his dad, so... Yeah, and part of me is like, everybody knows who you are, dude, yeah. like, it's not a secret, I, you know? And we only really like you because you're, you're Dusty's kid. Yeah. I like Cody just fine. Uh, but he gets a lot of wiggle room because he's Dusty's kid. One thing I noticed too, and With it happened. With the ha- lift, baby. It happened on Dynamite. Uh, why is Cody the only one who gets the entrance where, like, the big cylinder thing comes down over him and he gets the dramatic music and it rises up? I was like, oh, because man. Because he started the company. You know the answer to that question. No, because he thinks he's Triple H. <laughs> oh, well, that too. <laughs> that too. I was like, oh, man, we just have to stroke your ego, don't we, here? Yeah, well, I mean, I like Cody, but still, I'm like, yeah. why is there, nobody else does nobody that? Nobody else does That's that. weird. It's production budgets. Yeah, sure. Teamed up with the uh, the Bucky Boys. The Bucks, yep. Um, this was, like, fun. It was like it. It yeah. honestly felt like if, if we were at a house show and it was a main event of a house show. Yeah. And that's, and that's fine. Tag Team Funkery. Uh, I actually went back and timed it. It took seven minutes from first entrance to bell time. Oh, wow. Did it really? Yeah. Well, it was funny because, like... That's a long time. Strong Hearts were kind of confused because the Atlas security guard kept, like, blocking yeah. them because private party. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, who's this large man? Am I going to have to kill somebody? <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was fine. It was fun for what it is. Again, if we were house show, it would be a great match. Like, and that's it's a, dark, it's a perfect it's a, kind of dark match. Yeah. Um, but, it, it happened after the uh, live yeah, show, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any problems with it necessarily more than I have anything else. Uh, the thing I wanted to bring up here, and we can even talk about it again later, the Nick Jackson, like, series of spots thing that he does now. Oh, his, his version of a hot tag. Yeah, like, yeah. so, you know, he's he's hitting the, the flip, he's hitting the kick, he runs around the outside, he kicks the other guy, he flips it, all that stuff. First time I saw it, it's cool. Like, it's great, it's a neat sequence, good for him, it's a hot tag, right? Yeah. But unless you have everybody in tune with that and on board, which was did not happen in this match, it's a lot of people standing around looking at Nick Jackson, waiting to get kicked in the face. So yeah. if you have talented wrestlers in there or less wrestlers, because he had to kick 13 people in this match, um, then you can make it work. But this became a lot of everybody literally just his opponents watching going, okay, here's the flip. All right, there's the first kick. Oh, here comes my kick. Okay, good. And then get back and look and make sure. It just it just looks awkward. And now that he's doing it in every match, it's like, huh, you get, you're going to expose it a little too much, I think. And you can say that about anything in wrestling, I guess. Like You can say that, you know, oh, the Rock and Roll Express did too many drop kicks or whatever. Uh, I mean, you it's can never true. actually say that. Uh, I would never say that, but somebody <laughs> could. You know, wrestling, it can, you know, everybody has their moves and their signature. Of course. Shit. Uh, but just doing that and having the timing off, which happens a lot in some of these matches, it just it just exposes it too much. And literally, there's people just looking up, going, "Oh, okay, here comes my turn to get kicked," and just it just takes me out of it a little bit. Yeah, and I think part of it is like these guys are going so fast. Yes, you know, and just sometimes, yeah, guys, they're out of place and yeah. they're not going to be ready, and yes. it does look awkward. But Cody and his friends got the win. Yes, uh, Dustin is still the best wrestler. 
Yeah. I think they have. That power slam spot was pretty funny. Yeah. Where, Where he, he made the, the t- guy wait. Yeah. Because he's old and gassed <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's funny because you could like wrestle circles yeah, around all these guys. Yeah, you can wrestle all these guys. <laughs> he's still, I mean, you know, props to Omega. Omega's a great wrestler. And we have Moxley and, and Pac. Um, Dustin's the best wrestler they have on their roster. Yeah. He's just the smoothest. I mean, he's, he's been wrestling for how long, so it makes sense. That's true. He's the natural. Uh, he's the only one in that probably entire company that has a believable work and punch. And, uh, yeah, he's just the best. So his stuff I really like to see because I love Dustin. I always will. Uh, but the power, the, the comedy with the power slam, all that, it worked. It fit in. It was still funny, uh, still effective. And he's just smooth, man. Yeah. He just knows what he's doing. Yeah. So, yeah, but, that uh, that wraps up dark. Yeah. yeah. What would you think? I, it wasn't. I think out of, like, so that was the third one. That was probably yeah. my least favorite one yeah. so far. It didn't have that, like. Stand out like, like you should watch this match. Yeah, like thing. the first one, it was like Darby Shima was awesome. Yeah. Second one, Omega Janelle yep. was awesome. This one, I was like, eh. and they're fine. I, and I don't know that they're necessarily supposed to be providing that service. They are they're dark matches for a reason, right? Yeah. Um, but the first two they did kind of beef up. Yeah. And but so this was the first one. Like the the, the main event was fine. The other matches are definitely skippable. Yes. But uh, the main event's fun if you're into that kind of thing. But uh, there's nothing on the show that was like, hey, you should probably go. And if if you if you don't have the time to watch a a a e w dark, what, what are we, <laughs> wait, what are we talking? What's the, <laughs> who are we talking about? Where am I? <laughs> okay, if you don't have time time to watch a w dark this week, you can probably yeah, skip it. you're you're totally fine, and you can skip NWA Power. Um, if you're gonna watch NWA Power, watch up until the end of the Eddie, Eddie Kingston, Kingston promo because yeah. that guy's the best. Yeah, it's not about this show, but watch NWA Power. Yeah. it's been really fun. Kingston's the best. Yeah. just watch that part and shut it off. Yeah, and then you could skip it. Yeah. So getting into uh, Wednesday the main night, show, right? Yeah. So uh, I I texted you and I yes. said, hey, my beloved Philadelphia 76ers have a home yeah, opener. You're, you're betraying professional wrestling for I, basketball. I mean, yeah. listen, Dennis Rodman was in the NWO. It ties in. We're good. Carmelo tagged Carmel, with DDP. That's true. Yeah, yeah so right. we're fine. Joel Embiid, he'll, uh, eventually he's going to debut with, yeah. uh, I don't know, he'll be part of the Strong Hearts. All right. I'd like that. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but I'll take it. Well, it's pro wrestling. It's not supposed that's to make true. sense. That's true. All right. Did, All it, right. did it make sense that Carmelo and a DDP were tag team partners? Yes. Uh, you got me there. So uh, you watch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you were watching basketball. Yes, and, you and were... I, I watched AEW live. Yeah. Uh, tweeted my little heart out. Yeah, you did. Uh, trying to keep everybody, if you're not watching it, in uh, you know up to date. Yes. Not, I mean, you're probably watching it. I don't know why you just rely on my Twitter feed, but or thanks for everybody feed. interacting though. Yeah, I got some good interactions. Nice. That was cool. That was yeah. fun. I like talking to people. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I put on my my nice hat when I'm doing that, so I'm not. Yelling at anybody, but not that anybody gave me any reason to yell, but yeah, uh, you know, somehow Twitter can get so I can only imagine. But it's been good interactions. I like to talk to people about wrestling, that's why we do this podcast, exactly. so that was fun. Uh, but the first match on the regular show, yeah, we had and I, I kind of liked how the show kicked off, there was no yeah. intro or anything, just, just right there, boom, they're in the yep. ring, let's go. Uh, was tag team tournament semifinals, mm-hmm. we had. The Lucha Brothers, your favorite tag team. Uh, I mean, I could talk about it now, or I could talk about it at the end of this match. They're still the best tag team in the world. I th- I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about the end of the match. Okay. Uh, going up against Private Party. So this, uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, this was my favorite match on AEW okay. this week by far. All right. This, and I, I even texted you like later after I started watching it, and I said that kicked yeah. ass. I really liked it. It was. Awesome. Not my favorite match. Like this would be like my 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 one and my one A. This would be my one A. I have I think I have the same. I think you and I are on the same wavelength yeah. this week. Uh, this was 
fantastic. Yes, it was great. It's uh, private party or, or stars. Uh, no matter how much I read an article today about the Young Bucks saying that they they made private party and private party should be glad are that, you that they were they, they were put was, in that position. Was it like a like a Fabian interview or was it like? I have no, no, it wasn't. It was, it was just uh, talking about like it was just interviewing them, talking about what it's like to be running TV and all that kind of stuff. And they just talked about pride. It was a little kayfabe, I guess. Okay, but he said, you know, oh, we're so lucky to have them in that spot because we really made them. I'm like, no, they made them. Just because they wrestled you and looked really good doesn't yeah. mean you made them. Yeah, uh, like, calm and, now, down. and now that they had a match that was just as good, and maybe a little less, as a little good less as their, I think. as their other one, but still a really good match. These guys are stars, and they're like 23 years old. Yeah. Young dudes. It was a really good match. Yeah. So, moving on, we had... Well, moving on in the tournament, I should say. Yeah. Excuse me. Lucha Brothers Mm -hmm. beat Private Party, so they're now in the finals. Yeah. Uh, There were, like, some spots in this where I went, holy shit. The one where, like, I actually, like, got up, like, not Mm -hmm. stood up, but, like, sat up in my chair was... uh, Ray Phoenix hitting that double stomp. The double stomp. That was me too. Oh yeah, yeah. my god! Yeah, I locked that in my dude. brain. That is disgusting. That was wonderful. that was yeah. fucking gross. Yeah, it was really gross. <laughs> yeah, everybody's body like whipped Ugh. very briefly in Ugh. a very weird uh, way. It, yeah, it looked like he killed him. Yeah. Um, yep. Then when he hit like that springboard moonsault to the outside mm-hmm. too, yeah. I was like, I even said, I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. Like th- this guy's nuts. It's funny. Like I'll uh, gladly step up to being the hypocrite when Ray Phoenix does his face on fire. I'm gonna hit 14 spots in a row. I'm like, it's amazing. This is the best wrestler in the world. And then when the Bucks do it, I'm like, come on, guys, let's <laughs> let's knock this off a little bit. Uh, tons of falsies in this match. The crowd was super hot for every single one of them. I th- I, and I think throughout the whole show, this was the hottest crowd they've yeah. had yet. Yep. This crowd was yeah. awesome. Uh, I will say that uh, Mark from Private Party, Mark is that Quinn, the one with the tails? The one with the tails. Got a little gassed out. Had a little, was taking some was pauses. It? Had a little struggle lifting, lifting a guy every now and then. So it was a very long match. It was. And they went really fast. It was so, balls to the wall. They you know, just went for it. Like, the Private Party, I'm sure, while they can do all this stuff, don't have that Lucha background that the Lucha Brothers do. Yeah. That's the, very much the style of what they're trained in and what they're raised to be, basically. So, uh, raised in, wrestling, in the wrestling sense, anyway. So, they got a little, he got a little gassed out, had had to, like, pause a little bit and, like, do a double lift on a couple moves. But, yeah. but it, was, it was really good. Yeah, I, I love the finish, too, uh, when they hit that, like, stomp package pile driver. Yeah. And then Phoenix, like, runs a 1,000 miles an hour, does, like, that nope. tope through the mm-hmm. ropes. I'm just like, I, you know what? This is where I thought of you last time while I was watching. I was just like, yeah, I think he's right. They, they have it together. <laughs> they Like, when they put all that stuff together, they make it work it, every flawless. time. It's It flows really well. It makes sense. Their stuff has a reason for why they're doing it. Like, they're just, they're really, really impressing me. Uh, these last couple of weeks, so. you know, I like I love, and I still like. I guess selfishly, I kind of want to see a Pentagon singles run. Yeah, because that guy, he's yeah. incredible. But them together at the same yep. time, I'm like, what am I complaining about? Yeah. I don't like. They're they're incredible. Yep. I I love them. Yeah. We had afterwards, uh-huh. and this is the moment we've been waiting for it for is. a long time. Wardwell. If you're one of the people listening to this show from the very beginning. Uh, which I don't know how many of you there could possibly be. <laughs> uh, Wardlow segment. Little tease. We got the video of him beating people up in the parking lot way back. At, like, like, that was weird, that double or nothing they I, did that? Yeah, it was like that weird gaping wound in his back. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, so we were like, who's Wardlow? What's a Wardlow? Uh, if you follow me us on Twitter, where's Wardlow? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so we had a little Wardlow segment, so I'm glad he's back. I think we were just talking about it last week or the week before about how they hyped him up and he disappeared. So you'll, and there'll be a couple times 
on this show where AEW listens. They've been listening to, what, to this podcast. Who's listening? Somebody's listening. Is, is Raven feeding them? Maybe Raven's our, our, feeding our friend, them. Our maybe friend Raven? Our friend of the show, Raven. Not yeah. really a friend of the show, Raven. Uh, you know, maybe Cody's listening. Maybe the Bucks. Maybe Tony Khan's listening right now. TK, what's up, brother? You know, Tony, throw me a couple bucks. Yeah, I mean, You're the, good. The Jags suck, dude. Whoa. But. Well, I don't think that way, Tony. <laughs> you can just pay me. And I won't cut bread in. I've heard you badmouth Tom Coughlin a million times. Don't Tom Coughlin, how dare you, sir? <laughs> how dare you? Yeah. All right. So Wardlow segment, it happened. He'll be there eventually. He's, yeah. He, he seems to be like the hoss that they kind of need, I guess. I don't know how if he's any good. I don't know either. But but they do need, and I was going to bring it up later, but they need like a brawler. Like they don't have a brawler, really. Like they have some guys who are like the more hardcore guys, Jimmy Havocs, your Janella, but they don't have a true brawler. Even Janella in between his brawls is doing big crazy shit. Yeah. So like they need just a dude that just comes in and just thumps. Like, they yeah. don't have that. So maybe Wardlow. I'm sure Wardlow's really just going to be doing, like, spinning power bombs and shit anyway. Because that's what they do. That could be all right. Yeah, it'd be fine. Well, but I think I saw, somebody, and I saw somebody wearing a Wardlow shirt in the front row. And I think it said just Haas on it. Oh, really? All so right. You're, you're Where do you ma- get a Wardlow shirt? I know nothing about this guy. Is AEW selling Wardlow shirts already? I, I, I'd imagine probably like an indie date. All right. I, yeah, I that's guess. true. I'll also look into that. Yeah. If one of you listeners want to buy me a Wardlow shirt, get in touch on the on the <laughs> social media and I'll give you my address. <laughs> Next match we had was the uh, other sem- tag tournament semifinal. Yes. SCU, mm-hmm. which was Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian going up against the Dark Order. Yes. JR with the... Uh, Stan, don't call me Dick Grayson. Yes, joke. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, good I, job, JR. I enjoyed that a lot. Somebody fed that to him. Probably it was probably on three note cards in a <laughs> row, so he said it right. Biggest thing about the match, and uh, is that the crowd hated the first half of it. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily think they hated it. I just think it wasn't doing anything, and it was coming off of that like real hot yeah. start. And I noticed too, they they didn't take their first commercial break. Till 25 minutes into the show. Okay, and then they so, had one every 30 seconds after. And I think that's why they just backloaded yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, 25 minutes, and, and there was no break for the crowd, so yeah. that could wear a crowd yeah. out. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I don't think the crowd gets Dark Order. I don't get Dark I don't, Order. I don't get them, truthfully. I, I wish they would do some video packages with these guys and explain to us who they are, why they are, why this seemingly normal-looking dude is... I mean, other than, like, he's wearing, like, a hoodie on around his waist yeah. or something. And his name is Stu. His name is Stu. But why is he with a guy named Evil Uno who has a mask and looks nasty and has a throne of men and delirious masks? Well, like, <laughs> just explain it to me why, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, a little bit goes a long way. It, not that it's the same, really, but, like, it just makes me think of, like, a, a hype video, right? And the first one that pops in my brain is the stories that, and even though I'm not a huge fan of his, Jerry Lawler would tell about Kamala. You're not, they, no, You're not a big no, fan of. You're not a big fan of Kamala. No, no, Jerry Lawler. I'm not a big fan of. Um, but Kamala, I love. Yeah. But you know, they did like the the Kamala, and then the you know the Ugandan giant did all that old build up, and that was sure. all it was, and it was just mysterious enough to get him over, and you had this monster. They they frame Evil Uno as a powerhouse, as this beast in these matches. But we, I don't know anything about him. It just doesn't make sense, and I think the crowd feels that too. It's not that they don't necessarily like the work that they're doing because the second half of this match was super hot. Yeah. After the 
the part, but like <laughs> the the part and the part. Yeah, you can go into the part. I can go into the part, but you know, yeah. I just the first half they were really. I just don't think they get it. And then I was worried, and I expressed my concern on the social medias as I was blowing up everyone's Twitter feed. Uh, Christopher Jericho came out. He sure did. He did. Uh, still, still dedicated to his craft, wearing the reverse red eye contacts from last <laughs> week that I mentioned. <laughs> and he came out with the inner circle, uh, and they, you know. Came out oh, with the microphone. We bought a ticket. We're here to watch. We're going up to our box. Blah blah blah. And the camera kept cutting to them, and they were doing stuff in the match, and they missed a couple big spots in the match because they were focused on those guys eating popcorn and shit. And like my concern was that it's a really good way to crap on a match the crowd already wasn't into. I agree. When you hear wrestlers talk about matches and things that happen, you're always like, "Oh, listen to the crowd. If you can hear the crowd, you can steer stuff in in a direction one way or the other." And Backstage, maybe they should have listened a little bit and just shifted some stuff around. I, I guess they had it solid there for a reason, but it just the, the crowd wasn't into it. And then you brought out this perfect distraction, and that that I think that hurt the match. But they did end up bringing everybody back around. They did, but they, they had a hot f- yeah. second half of the match. But talk about the Jericho su- stuff. More. Yeah, crowd was super into it. Yeah, uh, well, I think it got it got it so far with Jericho coming out. Um, yeah, the reverse contact lenses. Yeah, um, yeah. SCU went over. Yep. So next week we are going to have the finals. The finals, yeah. For yep. uh, the tag titles with the Lucha Brothers versus SCU. So I want to go back. I, I should go back and listen. But we we picked who we thought was going to we're going to win the t- the tournament in the beginning. Did we? We did. I don't remember who it was. I don't remember either. We should probably. So, but I'll, we'll go back start and next week. Track. We'll know. Yeah, I have it written down somewhere. But because I I we might have picked Lucha Brothers SCU. I, that'd be fun if we did. You know. Are we? Do we have the book? No, no. <laughs> if we, if had we had the book, would, some things would be way different. It would just be two hours of Orange Cassidy. Who well, kidding? Um, yes. Well, something that got announced for that tag tournament next week: a certain tag team is going to be presenting the titles. This just got announced on social media today. Yeah. So this is interesting to me. I saw this: the Rock and Rolls. Damn right, baby. Who are NWA tag team champions? Oh my guys, they're going to be. If you watch Power. <laughs> We don't know that yet. No, we don't. No. But it was recorded at the beginning of the month. Yeah. They're doing the block recordings. Uh, Ricky and Robert won the, the NWA strap holders for the fifth time. And they're going to be on AEW. And I guess it's not really competition. They don't even overlap show-wise, no. whatever. Uh, but it's good. Good for the rock and rolls. I always love seeing the rock and rolls. Uh, yeah. Fingers crossed. They go into business for themselves. Absolutely. Uh, just take the straps. We're the champs now. And that's it. Be double champs. Double gold on the rock and rolls. Yeah. And they could just run roughshod over everybody in AEW. I want They could bring in their buddy Tanahashi. <laughs> Tanahashi, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Next match we had was uh, it was a rematch of Dark. Yeah. So, Got a lot of press. They wanted to push it out there, so they they brought it back. Yeah, we Light had, stayed uh, on this time. Yes, which I think this time it was more like, hey, I know they did like a hardcore match last week, yeah. but now we want to see them wrestle. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Omega and Janela. Uh, this went 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. Omega got the win. No surprise. Uh, Janela got the entrance during the commercial break. <laughs> Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, they cut the commercial before at his entrance. Poor Joe. It's a little bit of a bummer. But one thing I and I and I forgot to mention this on Dark. Yeah, I think they played like different entrance music. So he, when he came out, he tweeted about it. Oh, did he? I he didn't. Did. I didn't see this. He was wondering whose entrance music he got. Yeah, and it was the Jurassic Express. I was wondering. He, I'm like, what the fuck yeah, is this? And he just thanked them for letting him borrow their music because they played the wrong tunes. Good on you, Janela. Yeah, because like his is like kind of like that ass rocky uh-huh. solo stuff, and he's coming out. And I'm like, 
what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, this isn't shit. And then afterwards, I'm like, did I hear this right? Yeah. Huh. See yeah, that? He, look he look he at me. I pick up on things. So, yeah, Omega beat Janela. No yep. surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, good for Omega building up steam, yeah. going into the pay-per-view the and everything. bad. Uh, you know, Janela is better when he's doing crazy shit. In this match, I, I thought he was going to kill himself. He's going to eventually kill himself, like, doing this crazy shit. It'll happen. But that's, that's sort of, that's his appeal. That's that's his mark on wrestling. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, for what it's worth, and I, I like Janela. I know a lot of people do. Uh, but, you know, he, he's he got self-tanner all over the place, and he looks... It's, I, mean, it's I don't want to say he looks like a bag of shit, uh, but he kind of looks like a bag of shit. Like, it's everywhere. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> uh, you know, and he's a dude that I like to watch. Same. Uh, you know, and I really love the stuff that he was doing with GCW and really kind of made a name for himself. Uh, but, yeah, he just, you know... He's never been in the best shape. He's always had that sort of... Very, you know, in shape body, but not cut or anything, and it's it's getting a little worse. Uh, so you know, I mean, who am I to talk again, uh, Joey? If you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but <laughs> go to the gym. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Jericho said it on one of his podcasts. He yeah. said some of these guys like they need to start taking this yeah. serious. Like you're on TV now. You and know, Jericho's one to talk. And, and talking you about know bags what? of shit. And you know what he is. But, I mean, also in his prime. Like, yeah, Jer- sure. And I think that's more so it's like, hey, guys, like, I'm 48 years old. You guys are, like, just hitting 30. Yeah, like, come I think on. that's the bigger thing, especially when you're in there with a guy like Kenny Omega, uh, which is another thing, interesting thing that, that to mention just very briefly. Uh, Omega's skin tone really concerns me. Really? Uh, he's a dude who doesn't tan, and it's fine, but he looks gray. It's weird. <laughs> he uh, looks great. He does. His skin looks great. And it's fine. Whatever. Again, this isn't like, I'm not trying to body shame anybody. This is in the body shame podcast. But uh, you're professional wrestlers. I hate to jump on this this wagon. I don't think everybody needs to be a body guy. I If you've listened to the show in the past, you'll know that I personally love fat, hairy guys that wrestle. Same. Um, but, you know, they're on this, such a big stage that I want to see some of these guys up their game a little bit. I think they're going to need to. I think the guys who, who are getting on this big stage for the first time, this getting all this exposure are going to need to take that step in one direction or the other. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Joey's definitely stepping up with his matches. That the, the lights out match against Omega was, was, got huge press, which is why this one happened. I just everybody needs to step it up a little bit. And some guys are. Some guys don't need the the physique step up. Guys like Private Party are really bringing their A game in these matches. Sure. Uh, that kind of stuff. But uh, you gotta, especially if you're going to be in the ring with guys like Omega, guys like Pac, uh, even Moxley when he left. WWE got in great shape oh, when he went to New Japan. Insane shape. You know, stopped wearing the wife beater and got really yeah. cut. I just, I don't know. It's not a necessity. So I'm going to be like, oh, I'm not going to watch Joey Janela because he's, he's got a gut. Uh, you know, I just want these guys to keep going and have longevity and have people looking at them. Uh, and, you know, for the, the I don't want to sound like Jim Cornette. I'm not hitting a Cornette style of rant here. Um, but and I like Joey. I don't think Joey's any sort of mud show outlaw, whatever no, the fuck Jim no. Cornette says. Absolutely not. Um, I just I just want these guys to start to look like they're on a on a wrestling show that is actively beating a WWE product. Yes, every week. yes, and we will talk about that. Next up, we had Cody come out to uh, tease some sort of announcement. Mm-hmm. I'm happy because Tony Schiavone is on my television. Yep. I love that guy. Yeah, it, was like, it just like it seemed to be He's just like best. a full gear hype segment. Yeah, I don't know like what the announcer was because uh, every time we tried to talk, you know, they started blowing air horns up in the uh, inner circle uh, box here. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, Cody said, this isn't the company that we used to work in. Like, mm-hmm. I could go outside this ropes and I'll come Cody, up there and... Subtle digging at E again. Beat your ass yeah. and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jericho just hit him with a, you know, 
I bet you won't, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> this whole segment, uh, Jericho was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's it's the best thing to happen in the whole night. Uh, I agree, I'm not yeah. going to call it, like, I can't call it my favorite match or anything. Th- this was, it's, like, it's the on the show, yeah. yeah, best moment. It's the best yeah. moment. It felt great. It was really funny. Um, Jericho was on fire. His character is just, somehow he managed to turn up his douchebaggy self even further. Yeah. Um... And it was just really funny, and then Cody comes up, and he's like, does the count thing, and like, oh, you know, oh, there's so many of us up here, and Jericho's, I think at that point, Jericho said he bought it, they bought tickets, yeah. so they're there, they're eating popcorn, he has the air horn, or the, the <laughs> megaphone thing, just being an asshole, drinking champagne, drinking champagne, <laughs> and uh, so Cody, like, does the counting thing, and he's like, all right, well, and he looks to the entryway, and his crew starts coming out. Yeah, first out, we had, uh, was it Dustin that came out first, I yes. think? Uh, you know, and then Jericho Classic, there's still only two of you, jackass. Uh-huh. So, out comes... How about, that's enough. Uh, him and Cody and Dustin's enough. Well, that's Jericho, true. But, yeah. anyway. Yeah, out comes uh, MJF. MJF, yep, Get, Cody's best friend. Yeah, huge pop, which mm-hmm. was cool. You know, Jericho's still, yeah, so what, you have three, you're still outnumbered. And then out came, it's me, yep. it's me. It's DDP. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yep. He's, he's been there all, most of the shows. I mean, he loves Cody. We know his relationship with Dusty. But, like, to have him come out and be like, oh, wow, he's going to fight now. Yeah. Like, what? This yep. is crazy. Like, DDP's, yeah. like, in a brawl now? This is nuts. Right. So they all gather. They all start marching up the steps. Cody put the love of wrestling back in a lot of people. Yeah. I think that's what it is. He did it with Shivani. And I think with, with Paige, like... You know, Dallas was like, you know, maybe he was out of it. He, he was kind of done. He's run the East stunk. Oh, it was terrible. Uh, for being as hot as he was and as good as he was in WCW, that's one of my favorite dudes when I watched WCW yeah. back in the day. I love him. So, like, to see him, I think he has that little bit of rekindled love again, which is a really cool and nice thing. And it's Cody, too, you know, because him, yeah. him and Dusty were super yeah, close. Ex- well, exactly. Yeah. You know, so, and, yeah. yeah. So they start going up the steps, and Jericho just classic, just, you won't take another step. No, don't you take another yeah. step. So finally get to the top, <laughs> and they lock themselves in this little room. Yep, in their box. And they bought a ticket and, yes, for the luxury box. The box. So this was so funny. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool because Cody looks at MJF, and like he just looks and nods at him. Uh-huh. Scarf off, hands it, wraps around his fist, and just boom yep, through the right glass. Through, right through the very real glass. Yes, it was 100% yep. real glass. Yeah. Double a- pain. AEW hates glass. I'm fine with that. Me too. That's cool. Smash it all. Yeah. So punches through. Yep. They which the crowd was going nuts yep. the whole time. Mm-hmm. They just go, go and start brawling with everybody. Go out into the corridor. Cody tries putting a garbage can <laughs> over <laughs> Jericho's. Yeah. Jericho hits him with a crutch out of uh, nowhere. Yeah, I don't know where. Yeah, no idea where it came from. from. He stole it from some kid. People are getting like mustard all yep. over yep. themselves. They're just beating the shit out of yep. each other. Security comes. Cops come. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jericho's screaming. I have a and ticket. He's waving the ticket. That's my favorite part. Uh, he's waving the ticket, and he's like, "I bought a ticket. I want them arrested. I bought a ticket." Uh, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Also, Cody trying to uh, dip Jericho's. Head oh yeah, the dipping dots. Dip yep, yep. Yeah, and dipping dots responded and said they're going to make a yeah, flavor. They said that they would yeah. make. Uh, what was it Rocky Roads? Rocky Roads. Yeah, and I was just like, "Please do it." Yep. Right. Um. So this was. It was honestly it was incredible. Yeah, it, was it was incredible. Really funny. You know, it's. I, I thought to myself, I wondered if something like this had happened with different people in the WWE, if we would like it. 
I, I think it was executed as well as it was. I think with Jericho, Jericho can do that stuff. I mean, I love the Festival of Friendship. Yeah. So I think it, you know, the strong point is Jericho. Uh, he's, you know, he's very good at what he does. And uh, I just thought it was funny him being the just the the cowardly, you know, chicken shit heel. Yeah. Locking himself in the room was so funny. <laughs> uh, it just works, and they didn't have uh, Hagar with them. No, uh, I think so, he's training for a fight. Yeah, right now. so like the you know the odds weren't so stacked. It, it just made sense. It worked. I like the inner circle, all the interjection they're getting. Uh, yeah, I thought at first, um, like when Dustin came out, I was like, "Oh, there's gonna be two more. It's gonna be the boxes. Yeah, exactly. Them with against Ortiz and Santana. Mm-hmm. But then when oh man, when DDP came yep. out, I yeah. texted you afterwards. I was like, "Dowie, holy shit! Yep. Like, yeah. oh, it was so cool. Yep. It was awesome. Best best part of the show yeah. for me." Next match we had uh, the Wait, Buckaroos. Hold on. No, you're skipping something. Oh boy, I am so sorry. You are because, I am because well, we liked that segment. Oh no, someone. See, someone I think I was trying to subconsciously block this out because I don't want to talk about someone it. Someone very near and dear to this show did cry. not. I'm gonna cry. Kevin Nash. Oh, big Kevin. Now last week, the this week in Kevin Nash got bumped for time. So this week's this week in Kevin Nash it is, is this, this week, week in Kevin Nash. <laughs> Kevin Nash tweeted about that whole segment and oh. said that he, he didn't like it, that uh, it was it, let, let it be revealed that it was too fake because if Jericho bought a ticket and he wasn't supposed to be there, why would he be on an AWA microphone? AWA. I'm having a hard time tonight with wow. this. AEW microphone and all that. He's like, oh, it just exposes it too much. And he's like, I'll only be watching NXT. I'll watch any segment with Jericho, but... I'm gonna be watching NXT exclusively. And it's like I get it, Nash. You're you know, you're rooting for your hometown boy, your buddy, your your pal, your you know. Yeah, his the uh click, click, I have click, uh click. the the tweet up here, his yeah. exact because I don't wanna I don't wanna misquote. Yeah, don't misquote not Kevin Nash. Kev. Yeah. Um he said, Hey Cody, if you're going to say you're not WWE and the ropes don't stop you, make sure Jericho isn't in his box with an AEW mic. Yeah. Couldn't spell work any clearer. Mm-hmm. It's the details. I ran through the DVR to see Chris's segment. Not a great first impression on detailed thought. Yeah. Um, and then he also said something to the point. He was going back and forth with somebody uh, saying that he is not going to watch AEW. Yeah. Uh, he's only going to watch NXT, and he's but he will continue to watch Jericho's segments. Yeah. So, uh, oh man, it hurts because I love Kevin Nash, and, and part of it is like novelty, just because he's a, he's yeah. the best. Uh, I just I don't agree with him at all. Uh, me either. I, I mean, I get what he's saying. Uh, you know, I understand why he's saying it, apart from the fact that he's just trying to support his his boys, and he's in the Hall of Fame, and they were at NXT the other week. Yeah, I get all I, that, and I I but, do too. Uh, just like I said last week, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper real quiet so so that nobody hears who's not supposed to. Wrestling's fake. Get the fuck out of here. It is. Uh, the joy in wrestling, what you're supposed to do, is suspend your disbelief. Um, I don't care. That Chris Jericho has a microphone. Yeah. Because in the same way that I don't care that Cody Rhodes punched through glass. Yeah. Very easily. Just like I don't yeah. care that these men were fighting in the middle of an arena <laughs> yeah. and would actually be arrested for that. Yes, they would. I, it's it's a suspension of disbelief. That's what wrestling kind of relies on. Yeah. And the kids who were there that like wrestling, that their parents are taken to aren't going to notice that microphone even a little bit. So when you suspend your disbelief, 
it, that stuff doesn't matter. So you're you're trying to you're trying to pick at something at that point because you also have to suspend your disbelief that a guy is going to stand there and let himself get cross-bodied or choke slammed. Yeah. Try, try and suplex someone for real. Go ahead. Try and hook someone's arm over the back of your head, grab them by the pants, lift them straight up in the air, maybe hold them there for 10 seconds, and then draw. It's just, it's not, it, it, you have to just be okay with it. Unless you're watching Luthez wrestle, then you have to just let it go. Like, you know, a, a Stone Cold Stunner would not work if in, in a real fight. So a microphone yeah. being your problem doesn't. It's just it's just a, it's just a problem you have to nitpick because you want to say something and say oh, I'm only gonna watch NXT because because of this. Uh, it just doesn't work. So Big Kev, I know you're listening to this. I love you. We're pals. I hope this doesn't uh, get my NWA Wolfpack membership revoked. Oh man! But uh, you're wrong. Yeah. And just lighten up, dude. Like, dude, really, we all think that people are going to stand in the corner and let you size them up with your thumbs before you throw them that big elbow that you do? I mean, I, will, I do. I mean, I, I yeah, exactly. I, I believe it <laughs> because I'm supposed to believe it yeah. because it's pro wrestling. Yeah. But when you start nitpicking at that kind of stuff, and I'm guilty of it too, wrestling, all wrestling fans are, I just I just sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, that part is just, you're looking for something to bitch yeah. about. Uh, you know, like like you touched on, you know, you're not going to see a Stone Cold Center in a fight. I had like a back and forth on Twitter a couple weeks ago with some guy. And I was like, he was bitching about Orange Cassidy. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm like, when have you seen somebody try to put a sharpshooter on somebody in a mm-hmm. fight? Like, yeah. like stop. Just yeah. stop, dude. Yeah. Like, if you don't like it, don't fucking yeah. watch uh, it. I was once in, in a minor skirmish outside of a school dance in high school. And somebody did shoot, put me in a Boston Crab. Much easier because you don't have to hook a leg. But he did grab me by the feet and turn me over, and it hurt. I need to hear about this off the air. Yeah, it was just much larger than me. That's oh, okay. pretty much what that was. It was funny. Oh, man, now I'm going to go on a little side note here. Because one time in, uh, we were in, like, fourth grade, and we had the kids in school that liked WCW versus the kids that liked, like, Ooh, WWF. Nice. Okay, yeah, like which side story. Yeah. This shirt that I'm wearing okay. is a WCW shirt sure. currently. Um, and I hit some kid with a running bulldog once. Nice. All right. Well, yeah. maybe Kevin Nash is right. Maybe wrestling can work. <laughs> We're and, all wrong. And my entire <laughs> argument that I just made is complete and utter bullshit. Uh, so now I'm questioning myself and my yeah. own sanity. Oh, no. Uh, now maybe I should issue an apology to Kevin Nash, my personal friend and fellow Wolfpack member. Yeah. Too sweet, brother. Too sweet. Kevin Nash. Uh, I forgive you. I love you. Hopefully you see the error of your ways. Yeah. I, it was a great segment. It was. It was fantastic. And you still said you were going to continue to watch Jericho, which yeah. is weird because he was, he was the, the one man holding the, mic. the microphone that yeah. you had a problem with. And also, even if you want to just say, how would he get the microphone? He's the champion. Yeah. He, he, he could just walk during, in. During a commercial break, he could have said, yeah. hey, idiot, go get me a microphone. Yeah. Like, that's it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, just don't yeah. look at it so seriously. Steal it. They're, they're, they're villains. So you could just stole it. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. Move on it was with a great the, segment. Kevin Nash, you're wrong. Yeah. I, I, even though uh, we have evidence that, that running bulldogs can be hit in real life. They do, man. Boston crabs <laughs> can happen. Uh, wrestling is still it's still it's predetermined. Paper, predetermined. <laughs> um, Next match we so. had uh, the Buckaroos going up against the Best Friends, which I was kind of upset because we uh, didn't get to see the Orange Cassidy pop again because yes. it was during the commercial. It during commercial. It's real bummed me out. Yes. Uh, I was happy you got that little shine in the beginning when they tried hitting their uh, bicep pose. He just mm-hmm. stood in the middle of them. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's the best. Yes. He really is. Yeah. Uh, you know, started hitting them with the, the super kicks of death. Yep. I don't know how the Young Bucks didn't, their legs didn't shatter yeah, on impact. Yeah, it should have just, like, yeah. Yeah. Destroyed. Should have done that Ben thing that, yeah. uh, what's his name from UFC happening? Uh, we don't want to talk about that. Bucks uh, beat the best friends here. Yeah. Uh, three tag matches out of the first four on this show. Yeah, and Makes I was thinking, uh, yeah, this is right in your wheelhouse. I love tag wrestling. It's yeah. my favorite kind of wrestling. So, 
Yeah, give me that every week, which they seem to be doing. They're really building a very strong tag division, which is the kind of their counter to the WWE, who Agreed. just screws over every single tag team that decides to be a rest to be wrestlers. Yeah, and I remember uh, they all uh, just get buried. So. I remember the Bucks like. One of their things was, and again, who knows how true it is, uh, you know, when they did an interview about not signing with the E, mm-hmm. you know, back about a year ago now, uh, they said, uh, we see what they did to tag team, re- like yeah. the tag team wrestlers and we don't want any part of it. Yeah. Like part of that, I like if, if they're being sincere, I'm like, okay, I, I get it. You know, yep. I totally get it. Yeah. Um, Bucks went over. Favorite part of the match, of course, was Orange Cassidy yep. hitting that dive off the uh, top rope to the outside. Yep. Also, Chucky e. T looking in the camera saying, "Hi, mom." Yeah, well, and him hitting the Falcon Arrow and yelling at the referee because nobody kicks out of the Falcon Arrow. No, he did the deal. I, I and this was like another thing because somebody else later in the match hits one. Yeah, and I was kind of like, oh, like I think this week was like the uh, anniversary of High Boost's passing. Oh yeah. So part of okay. me is like, you know what? Subconsciously, this is why yeah. you're doing it, and yep. I like you for it. Uh, it was, a, but it was a good tag match. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, it was fine. I, I love the. I I love the best friends. Yeah, uh, indifferent towards the box. Uh, they've been having some good matches as much as it they have to admit been, yeah. that. Uh, but it was good. And then at the end, the Bucks called out Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, they just said, uh, "Hey, we accept." Yep. So that's official Moving for full on. gear now. Yep. Uh, <laughs> next up, we had a little uh, video package about Britsburg. Yep. Went into Doctor Britt Baker versus Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader. I like Jamie Hader. Yeah, I mean, I so would, I, and, I, and I like that they that they are fine with mentioning this on TV. Yeah. Uh, she tags with B Priestley okay. over in Star. Oh, all right, that's so cool. that great yeah, tag team. Sure. Uh, it was kind of you know crowd didn't know who she was because they've ne- yeah. they've never it was her first person they never even talked about yeah. it ever. Yeah. Um, so Britt came out with the mascot for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah, and she had the. I will say. We've we've said some not yeah. so kind words, but her jacket with the Steelers logo, cool. teeth, pretty cool. I like that little bit there. Uh, I still don't understand why the crowds like Britt Baker as much as they do. Because uh, if you've listened to us in the past, yeah, we've said you know I still don't think I, I don't think she had has had a good match. Spoiler alert: until this one. Um, yeah, this was know. her best match that she's had on a in AEW. Mostly because uh, Hater gave her the grossest urinal I think I've ever seen. Not the grossest. I've watched Kaki Hara wrestle, but um, it was a really good, just unsafe, disgusting urinagi. Well, there was also Britt Baker showing, uh, throwing like shoot avalanche brain busters yes. too. Yes, I was like, you're gonna kill her. Yeah, please. Like, and that's where part of me is like, uh, I mean, I, I self admittedly, I don't enjoy Britt Baker me either and part of me is like oh how much of this was me liking Jamie Hader yeah you know could be and, but it, and it could be but it, I mean it, it, is it her, was her best match it was her best match date. hopefully she can build on it hopefully her home she was it wasn't just fire for her hometown she can build on that because it was a good match yeah and I came out of it more being like I want to see more of Hader yeah you know I, not so much like oh yeah Britt finally like got the win yeah. hometown cool like now I was like hmm, I like her yeah and well and then afterwards they were going to interview Hater, yeah. And then Randy the, like bumped her out of the way. <laughs> the weirdest. F- I don't. What the I, hell was I this? I don't understand what like Brandy she, like, was trying to do. Put her finger in the reporter's forehead. Yeah, and, like, and, was like, she stare, saying something? I, I don't or? know. Like stared at. I don't know. I was really confused by it. I don't yeah. know. Are they running? Brandy's insane. She did dive earlier. They did like they. We didn't talk well, that about was on that. Dark. That was yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. I guess. But so it was just like yeah. really yeah weird. It was very bizarre. Yeah, yeah. like I, I, I don't get I, it. I don't get it, but maybe we'll see more of it. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, I don't know why they've seemingly dropped her having awesome Kong as her muscle. Yeah, and maybe this is gonna like lead back up to it. Maybe, maybe? I don't know. I but have no idea. It, it was just 
super but, confusing. I mean, you're listening to us on the Wardlow thing, so maybe uh, that's you true. Know, maybe you can listen to us and give us that awesome Kong versus Audrey Kong please, that we were promised. Please fucking do it. So. Main event time. Main event. Big Mox. Yes. Going up against the Bastard. Bastard comes out when Mox is making his entrance uh-huh. and levels him with a chair to the back yes, of the head. Yes, he does. Uh, and then just proceeds to kick the shit yeah. out of him yeah. all so, over the arena. This would be my match of the night. Okay. Uh, although, and we'll get to it, I didn't love the finish. Um, I enjoyed just the two miserable pricks beating each other up. I love these guys. Uh, just just being awful to one another. <laughs> like, this wasn't even a wrestling match. This was just, it was yeah. just two guys hating each other. Yeah. Uh, and, like, they're just both miserable dudes that do cool stuff in the ring and a lot of brawling. Uh, they're both really great. They're both very recognizable. It's a really good main event for AEW because these are two guys who were in the E not that long ago. No. Um, I just love the nastiness of it. Uh, you, you don't see Mox kind of get taken advantage of that much since he's left, and he really just spent the first half of the match getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. And Pac is a true bastard. Just He's just a mean dude. I love him. Uh, and he's super smooth in the ring, and he looks like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, and he's, he's just miserable. And he hit a top rope Falcon arrow. He did. So, and, and again, doing the deal. Yeah. Hayabusa. Yes. That makes me happy. Yes. And, and it did like a recall to Dark this week where uh, they had a little promo with him backstage where he took the blood from his finger and mm. smeared it all uh, over yeah. his face. Yep. And he was like, this is what John Moxley could do to another person. I was like, that's cool. But he's also like, he's like, I, you know, the week before I laid out Omega for you and this is how you show gratitude. Mm. I was like. He's justified in everything he's doing, sure. which that makes the best heel. Yeah. They're justified. Yeah. You know, this is why they're doing it. He didn't want to fight Mox. Mox turned on him. Sure. And kind of. Well, sure. well, in that tag match. It's revisionist I, history, but well, sure. You know, but like he was like, hey, mm-hmm. I tried to do you a favor and then yeah. you end up hitting me, you yeah. know, um, which I, I was like, I like it. I, I honestly like I like the finish. Yeah. Uh, I It makes sense. They're trying to protect was, both of them and yeah, not give them that I, loss. I don't hate, I guess... Uh, it's not that I hated the finish. It was telegraphed because they started to count down so much for the time, the TV time remaining uh, that I was like, this is going to a draw, obviously. You knew it was. Uh, but it, So I I wish there was a better, bigger finish. It just kind of ended in, like, the you know, Mox hits the ref. But, like, they still, I don't know. I, I like more of a, a solid, clear finish. But the fact that this is going to let let this build and become more of a thing, and we're going to see these guys more, and I'm sure they're going to do stipulations, yeah, and tons of crazy shit. I'm sure the lights are going to go out at some point. It's going to be an unsanctioned match, um, and I'm sure there's you know just all kinds of stuff they're going to build. This is, this can really build into one of their first huge feuds. Um, so from that aspect, I liked it. I just I just thought it kind of whimpered to an end to the draw. And the timekeeper saying every 10 seconds, like, oh, 30 seconds, oh, 25 seconds, oh, 20 yeah. seconds. It's going to be a draw. Yeah, I wish they didn't do, the, like, the last 10 seconds or whatever. Just yeah. let it go and then ring the bell. Yeah, It exactly. gives more of a shock factor. Yeah, they took away the shock factor of it. That's what makes me a little eye on it. But it was still my match of the night just because cool. it was just miserable, miserable dudes. Yeah, I love And then guys. Moxley just looking at the camera and screaming, <laughs> time limit my ass <laughs> over, over and, and over, over again. <laughs> is, it just, it's not supposed to be funny, but it was really funny. It was funny, funny yeah. So. Yeah, uh, well, do you want to save our thoughts on the show till afterwards? Or do you want to talk about like a, what you thought about the whole show now? We can talk about it now. All I, right. I like the whole show a lot. Same. I thought it was I, another I, good show. I thought, again, like, 
Yeah. Everything they did was just, yeah. it flowed yep. so well. Uh, they're, they're putting together good shows. Again, there's yeah. stuff I like, stuff I don't like, but it's more stuff that I like uh, than not. There's very little that I that like it's, I have a problem it's with. It's entertaining, and it's a little easier for them. The roster is much smaller, so they're, they're telling good stories. They're progressing their stuff through. It'll be interesting to see when they blow off all this initial stuff and start to move into the second programs, who they pair up with. Agreed, who, yeah. Do all that kind of stuff. But for right now... I think they're killing it. They are. I really enjoyed this show. Um, they're who I watch first because I know I'm going to enjoy that show. Yeah. Especially because NXT was a stinker last week. It was. It was not that good. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it at all. But, yeah. Nah, no, not I, at all, but I just yeah, it didn't live up to AEW yeah. at all. But, like, I don't think it touched it last but week. But AEW I thought was better. Or not better, but better th- even better than last week. I still thought it was a really good show Yeah, a- than AEW's last, last show. They keep moving up. And... Uh, I mean, I'm into them, and I didn't think I would be. I mean, if you go back to the beginning, or if you are able to go back in time and hear our conversations when they first announced this was going to be a thing, yeah, I was like, they're just a t-shirt company. Yep, they're none of that. I will gladly eat my words if they're entertaining me like they are. Hundred percent, same hand, so, uh, hand up. I admit, good for absolutely. them. Absolutely. There's a lot of grumps out there. There's a lot of people. You still see the the WWE purists just picking everything apart. Of Aside course, Kevin Nash. You see the oh this <laughs> and that, and back and forth, and you know the AEW guys do the same thing, and they the super fans they're kind of shitty too um but we've said from the beginning we're getting good wrestling out of that show yeah and that's all i really what want what more do you want I'm trying to remove myself from all the other bullshit uh it's a good show but was nxt better well we will get into that right now nxt on the usa network yes we started off this week with uh, a match that i don't think it was announced so i was pleasantly surprised yeah. that they came out it was uh Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Easy for me to say. Definitely didn't see that coming already. I thought they were going to try to build something a little more, but boom, all right, let's do it. I mean, those, my two favorites women wrestlers in NXT, if not the whole company right now, are these two. Uh, I like Belair more than Ripley. Okay. Uh, You know, I've talked we've talked about them both a lot in the past and I I'm find myself being a, a very big Bel Air fan. Yes. Uh I like the Street Profits as well, so maybe that's a little bit of the rub she gets. Of course. But um yeah, uh, so this match was a great surprise. Really happy to see it and it was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah. Um they were doing a lot of good work. Um yep. towards the end EO came out, yes. hit that tiger faint kick mm-hmm. on Rhea. I was like, oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. Uh then Candace came out threw eo yeah. off the uh, apron which i was like yeah they have their issues so mm-hmm. she's just coming out yeah um ripley ends up going over she it did. was good i uh, i think maybe that pushes her ahead of the pack for a title shot yeah i think so but i also think like they could do like a four-way women's mm-hmm. number one contender match with the four of those for sure so um, in this match it's a couple things i want to mention so uh they mentioned on commentary that uh Ripley's six years in the business, and Belair is three years in the business. And it's funny because uh, Ripley's only like twenty-two. Yeah, <laughs> for having the ability that the, both of them have in that wrestling ring for that incredible young is insane. Yeah, the things that I like when I watch them is what they—it's what a lot of people lack, and not having it doesn't necessarily take away from a match, but having it and doing certain things add to a match. They do the little stuff really well. Their kickouts always matter. When the whoever's going for the pin will rub the face in the mat while yep. they're pinning, the little emotional stuff, the little nuisance holds, all that stuff, it adds to a match. It makes that match more engaging. If it's not there, it's fine. You don't even really miss it. 
Uh, a lot because a lot of people just don't have it. It's yeah. something that I see veterans pick up more than anybody else. Like you have to be in the business for a long time and be a wrestler for a long time to kind of pick up on how to do all that little stuff. Unless you're like trained by Stu Hart and he just teaches you to bite fingers. <laughs> yeah. But these two, as young as they are in the business, doing these little things is super impressive to me, and it's one of the reasons why I really like watching both of them wrestle. Yeah. It's why they also have been having good matches with anybody, and then when you put they them have together. Been. It's it's that much better. Yeah, I uh, I definitely enjoy watching them. You know, for the first match they've ever had, they already have yeah. instant chemistry. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see more down yeah. the road for sure. I think that whole group yeah. is just incredible. Yep. Shayna included. You know, yeah. and that's where it's it's crazy. Like the difference between NXT's women division and AEW's. Mm-hmm. NXT's women division is just like I think light yep. years ahead of AEW's yeah, right sure. now. They had a little interview of uh, Pete Dunn walking into the arena mm-hmm. with Tyler Bate. Yep. Do you know Ty- you know Tyler? Bate. Tyler Bate. Yeah, I remember. I remember when they introduced all those guys in the beginning. Yeah. Of the, I remember okay. I watched all those all guys. right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, she just asked him about you know Damian Priest. He just said he he said he'll get the old receipt for what he did last yeah. week. Yeah. Well, I hope not because I don't want to see that ever again. <laughs> and asked him about Dan. He says I don't care. Yeah. Uh, did a little Champa vignette. Okay. Uh, Bates, they show Bate being in the crowd coming yep. up for the next match of uh, Matt Riddle against uh, Cameron Grimes. Greasy. Th- your boy. My boy. I'm sure I, we didn't have him last week. No, that the was the first time. suffered from it because he's been super entertaining. I, I agree. Uh, this went about five and a half minutes. Yep. And holy shit, did they get their shit in. They did, they did every wrestling move <laughs> literally, ever. Literally, like, they, yeah. <laughs> they, they literally hit every move. I mean, Riddle used the jackhammer as a transition spot. I, 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 I love that. <laughs> Which is his rib on Goldberg. I loved it. Even the crowd, like, chant, Riddle. I'm yeah. like, yep, this is funny. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they hit every single wrestling move. I, I cannot name a wrestling move they didn't do in this match. Yeah. Uh, Grimes has only had short matches until now. Yeah, Riddle, Riddle went over, not yep. by surprise. I was kind of, like, questioning a little bit at first because yeah. I'm like, man, you did, like, all this build-up for Grimes, and then, like, just yeah, to have him lose the riddle. But then I was like, you know what, though? This is like his first true like test, I guess. Yeah. And he, he hung with them. I thought he looked would, great in defeat. What did they name his finisher? Who's? Cameron Grimes. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, that is a cool name, but I can't remember it right now. I don't know. Um, but he because he tried to hit it right away like he always yeah. has. And Riddle ducked it out because he's you know a little bit better of a wrestler. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, thought it was good. Thought it was fun. And then afterwards they did a little... Set up for Bates and Grimes. Yeah, uh, Riddle went over, gave the fist bump to Bate. Uh, tried doing it to Grimes. Grimes declined. Mm-hmm. Grimes uh, took exception to Bate, and uh, Bate cold cocked him. He did with that left hand, which that's cool. Hey, if that, I, I feel like it's gonna build to like uh, Dane and Grimes versus uh, Dunn and Bate. Yeah, I think that just seems natural. Which, that makes sure, sense. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, we had a little thing where Mr. William Regal comes on the television, mm-hmm. announces for tonight, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox mm-hmm. going up against, and finally, the moment you've been waiting for. Exactly. The moment I've been waiting for, and I mentioned earlier that I was, I kept asking where Wardlow was, wondering about Wardlow, and AEW listened. NXT also clearly See? listening to this show. Somebody, who's got their ear? I don't know. We need to, but we they, need to know. they tease the wrestling where the Knox and Kai are going to wrestle uh, Shafir and Duke. Yes. Duke and Shafir. I don't know what, which way they come out. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Duke Shafir sounds like, like a shitty RB. So, well, all right. I'm fine with that. Uh, <laughs> they announced, so, and more importantly, the winner of the match yeah. gets to face 
Kabuki Warriors for the women's tag team titles yes. next week on NXT. Which is pretty cool. I think that's awesome because yeah. Kabuki Warriors, they're great. Now yep. that they're like heel and Asuka's misting everybody and wearing that yeah. weird face paint, I'm all in on them. So that match comes later. Yeah. Next up, though, we did have the Forgotten Sons yep. going up against uh, the tag team that quickly is turning into like my favorite entrance of yep. the night. Because, uh, again, Brizongo. I will say it again. What, are, what was I saying last week and the week before? I hope they change outfits every week. Every week, and they're I hope doing they come it. out as a different, different job. Yeah, and the the video is different. And they come out in different outfits, and they did it again. They were pilots this week, so <laughs> NXT send me the check. Yeah. for my intellectual property that I <laughs> will gladly rent to you. If yeah. Ric Flair is going to sue you for the man, and you're going to do whatever you can to pay him off to shut him up, <laughs> just give me like twenty bucks. That's I'm good. It. Yeah, that's it. I'll take it. Okay. I will staple to my wall. Can we go to Taco Bell for it? We can go to Taco. Well, all right. I guess we can go to Taco Bell for it. <laughs> Yay! But uh, but yeah, just send me money because yeah. I'm giving you all the good ideas because I know you're listening. You know what is crazy too about like Brizongo? I was always like, oh, Breezy's the better one. Yeah, I enjoy Fandango way more than I do Breeze at this point. Yeah, he's uh, he, he, like in match and even like his little like his his pelvic <laughs> thrust is yeah. so fucking funny. Uh, Breeze has lost his smile. He has. A little bit. Yeah. And Fandango comes out and he does the worst hip wiggle. It's, it's And the he best. keeps doing that failed sunset flip spot where he stays standing. Uh, and he's, like, he's just <laughs> over-exaggerating the hip wiggle. It's just... Yeah. But then like when he gets hot tags, like he beats the shit out of yep. guys. It's awesome. Yeah. They had a surprise partner with uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. They did because it was supposed to because it's supposed to be Kushida again. Yeah. yeah Didn't but, they do this already? Or no. that was They did that a few weeks ago against Imperium. Yeah. So, yeah, now this was supposed to and be Kushida, but he has got a broken, broken wrist, wrist, unfortunately. Yep. Um, you know what? <laughs> Swerve looked awesome again. Yes. That Swerve guy, he's, great. he's got... The crowd loves him. Yeah. My problem... He's got it. He, he definitely has it. The problem with that with this match is that it was a really good match if we didn't see three better ones on AEW. Yeah, and I think that two better ones that's on product of us watching AEW first, yes. I think. They're competing on the same night, and they're doing the same kind of stuff in these matches. The chain, the chain spots, yeah. the, the big face on fire kind of stuff, the hot tags. They're just it's just not being executed as well as we've seen earlier. And it could be because what we watch first, the second show, it's getting later, you gotta fit in four hours to yeah. get it. It was still I still really like the match. Um, but I you know, I think they gotta step up the game a little bit on that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, Swerve is going to be a star. Yeah, so Swerve and Brizongo got the win. Yep. Uh, yeah, Swerve, he's he's got it. Forgotten Sons continue to be, I mean, at least, at they, least they're, they they're don't there, do, they don't do but they're forgotten. For me. Yeah, they... I mean, they're just, that's what they are. There's they're, nothing where I'm like, get off my TV, but yeah. I'm also like, I just, I just yeah. don't care. Uh, had a nice little promo of Killian Dane standing over an open dumpster fire, uh, taping up his fingers, as you do, threatening to kill Pete Dunne. Yes, I hope I'm here he, for he it. He doesn't get too close to that fire because I would hate to see his shoulder hair get singed. Uh, imagine the smell. Oh, dude, <laughs> <laughs> I love that dude though. He's That's my guy. Awesome. That's my hoss. Yeah. Next match, uh, the NXT Cruiserweight Champ Wheel Rush came out to join commentary. Yep. We had. Angel Garza, mm-hmm. uh, who I love his entrance, how he just goes over to like older women and gets kissed by them. Of course. That's hilarious. Uh, going up against Gentleman Jack Gallagher. Who I haven't seen in a long time. No. I'm sure he's in 205 Live. I just he, don't he watch is. it. Yeah. Um, which is, like, I, just, I lost so much interest in yeah. 205 Live. Yeah. I can't tell you the last time I watched it. It sucks because like, they had a lot of good guys there, yeah. but nah, well, it just, it's too much for me. Yeah. Um, 
Angel beat Jack. Did. Solid and fun, quick, yep. four minutes. Exactly what um, it needed to be. Yeah, Angel. Clearly, they're, they, you know, they're going to build. They're, they've been building Garza up for a couple of Of course. Weeks. And with Leo out there, they wanted to move move the needle towards building those guys to face off. Which that'll be fun to watch. Uh, yeah. I like Garza a lot. Yeah. I do. I, me too. I do too. Yeah. I like him yeah. a lot. He's got the charm. He's really good in the ring. Uh, his last name of Garza. Damn right. And him, Leo, will be cool. They're very similar, but they're so they're, it's just going to be a crazy spot yeah. fast and which, flipping uh, all around, being crazy, which is what the cruiserweight belt should be. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Next match we had Tegan and Dakota Ooh, going yeah. against Shafir and tag match, yes. Duke. Uh, this was a lot quicker than I thought it was going to be. It went it three minutes. And yeah. I think part of it is because uh, Shafir and Duke aren't necessarily there yet. I, that, I, I think it was quick because... You wanted Shayna's presence on the show. You bring them out. Everybody thinking about Shayna. Yeah. And the match was so short to hide what those two were lacking. Yeah. Um, They're still learning, but they can they are. do a quick match sure. like that, and, yeah. and you're fine. Absolutely. Uh, I am calling Knox and Kai Team Robot Knees okay. uh, from here on out. I'm all right with because that. Because even when they pose, they like both lifted their robot <laughs> knees. And I was like, yeah. well, if one of them has two robot knees. Yeah. But I'm um, like, you guys, your team robot knee, those yeah. legs are rebuilt. They're, uh, they're better, a fun. Better, faster, stronger. They're fun together. Yeah, it's, it's I, good. I like them. That should be, it should be a good match next week. Yeah, I'm so excited too. for that. You know, that's when Asuka and Kyrie showed up on the big screen and just screamed mm-hmm. in Japanese. And, and I was worried. Yeah. I was worried that was, it, what uh-huh. was going to happen was what happened last week that you that you were had your little rant about. I think, uh, because, think they heard me. Yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, they are listening. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, you just you get those guys that are thank you, in the crowd. And thank you, Full Sail, for not being yeah. ignorant. Thank you very yeah. much. Main event time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roddy, Keith yeah, Lee, yep. and Dijak for the uh, North American North belt. American belt. So uh, this was my favorite match on NXT. Okay. Uh, for the total night, uh-huh. I'd say this was 1B. Okay. I enjoyed it that much. All right. This uh, is my favorite match of, the, of NXT as well. I thought it was, uh, you know, a little got tired of seeing Lee and Dijak. Yeah. Roddy played the perfect foil though with Roddy the little guy, the, the littler, quicker yeah. opponent. Uh, this match for me showed what everyone said Lee and Dijakovic were supposed to have. Yep. Yeah. Little glimpses of it. Uh, I still don't want to see a, another match in between those guys. Yeah, they need to get away I don't from each need other. It. Um, I think both of them worked better with Roddy than each other. Uh, yeah. But they still did good stuff. Um, but like Lee being the big powerhouse against Roddy works so much better yeah. than when they try and pull it off with him and Dijakovic because they just I don't think they have the chemistry that everybody thinks they do. But they did do a lot of really great stuff. Uh, and I was kind of like, all right, I can see what people see now. I get it. People, yeah. I see why people like these guys, even though it could be the added factor that Roddy is really fucking good. There was a couple times during the match, though, where uh, I was legit concerned for their safety. Uh, with, like, the corner powerbomb where well, Lee almost murdered everyone that because one he couldn't was get everybody super, over. And, like, how is he going to? Like, yeah. he's already holding up Dijak. Yeah, exactly. Now you expect him to hold the weight of, yeah. like, strong two. And he was trying to be held. fell backwards. Yeah, well, he actually, like, when he hit the ground, his yeah. head went between the yep. ropes. Like, yeah. I was like, guys, holy yeah, shit. Everybody almost died. Yeah, that. when uh, Dijak did that, like, flying space tiger drop, and mm-hmm. Roddy just caught all knee to the face. Yeah. I'm going, oh, my God. Then, like, immediately after that, like, we killed Dijak with something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, guys. Yeah. Like, don't kill each other. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, you're going for it, but, man, like, don't hurt each other, you yeah. know? 
Oh yeah. man, it's a, it, there it, was some stuff that a was, little sketchy. You it's know? cool. I get it. I, and I've seen the the power bomb with the suplex spot out of the corner by other people, but maybe not on a dude that's six seven holding holding another guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a little scary. Uh, but they pulled it off, and like I said, it was it was definitely a better match than Lee and Dijakovic have been having against each other. I agree. Uh, and maybe maybe it is because Roddy is so good. Uh, Roddy does win. Yeah, Roddy got the win, which I expected. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, a dastardly win, it, also. It, it was perfect, though. That's what he's supposed like, to be. Like, what was it? Lee hit that power bomb. Mm-hmm. Lee comes in, or Roddy comes in. Kick, pin, do, like, yep. that's what you need to do. Yes. Uh, this is where shit picks up, though, my it's friend. It's true. So, rest of Undisputed Era comes out. They which start... Is the thing that's been happening. And they start laying the boots. Yep. Uh, out... Well, here comes Champa's music. Mm-hmm. He comes walking out, which with, they've been doing with the crutch. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. And then yeah. you know they're doing it the was crutch, like, pulling a Rick Rude, yeah, and showing up on both shows <laughs> on the same night. Well, also the whole premise of hey, there's four of us and one of you showing up yep. on the same shows. Uh, out comes Gargano, which I thought was uh-huh. kind of cool because him and Champa sure. haven't had yeah, that interaction like coming yet. Out. Yep, and uh, the crowd loves that when they get. Back of course, together, so. yeah. You know, they just looked at each other, and went, "All right, we got each other's backs." Yep. Uh, and then here comes Mr. Finn Balor, mm-hmm. which I'm going, all right, this is this is expected. Um, and then the fucking rug got pulled out from under me. It's true. Holy shit. Yeah. Bauer goes to uh, take the jacket off and absolutely murders Gargano. He does. With a Pele kick. Yep. Uh, I loved that, but I think what people aren't focusing on enough is like the visual of Champa just getting mauled by yeah. four dudes from Undisputed yeah. Air. I mean, they like if you go back and watch that, yeah. it just it looks like a real, like someone's legit getting sure. jumped, yeah. you know? Uh, Bauer just kind of, and the crowd at this point is just stunned. I, yeah, I was, I was like, is he joining Undisputed Era? Or is he just turning on? Like, just is just, you know? I, I was on it. Like, this honestly was like, this was probably the best turn yeah. I've seen, I think, since like, the night when Reigns announced he had his cancer yeah, was back sure. and Ambrose turned on Rawls after they won the belts. Yeah. It was like shocking, you know? Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say this and hopefully you agree. Um, but every inch of Finn Balor turned heel that night. Every single every inch. single inch. Yes. And I'm excited to see what sort of heel packages they put together for Finn Balor. I, you know what? I, I know people th- like used to call Lex Luger the total package, but sure. I think... Yeah. Heel Finn Balor is going to be yeah. the true total it's package. True. The long and the short of it is, yeah, he's a bad guy now. That is true. And he's going in the program with Gargano. Yeah. Uh, he kind of looked, just stared at Cole. Yeah. And Cole looked at him, and it was just like, uh, oh, is he joining? Like, what's happening? He looks yeah. at Gargano, rolls out of the ring, proceeds to absolutely murder mm-hmm. him with that drop kick into yes. the fans. I was like, Dude, yeah. what the hell is going so on? We, we wondered shows ago when, when Gargano came out and did his I'm an XT for life thing. Like, what are they going to do with him? He's already achieved everything he possibly could there. Yeah. Uh, you know, he doesn't want to leave, so he's just going to be in this holding pattern because there's no real benefit to him getting a title, any of that. He's just going to come out and have good matches over and over again. Uh, and instead, they're going to put him in a program with, like, the, the big name. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's the a big that's name a, that's turning a, heel. Yeah, that's a, that's a world champion. 
Uh, that's at one point the one of the biggest names in the whole world of professional yeah. wrestling, and he's going to get the spotlight wrestling Gargano. Gargano is the face. Like the yeah. crowd's going to be behind him because the crowd's going to be mad as hell at Balor. Yeah, well, and then even afterwards, Balor went and he hit him with the old finisher, the Bloody Sunday on the yeah. ramp, which is just brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah, it honestly like it shocked. It actually like shocked me that mm-hmm. this happened. I was like, there's like. You you didn't even see it coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was no, like, inkling of it or whatever. No, it was great. Um, it was a legit shot. Yeah. I I mean, I love Bauer. People have been... I feel like there's been, like, a little, like, section of fans that have been calling for this for a yeah. long time now. Mm-hmm. It was funny even afterwards, uh, like, Carl Anderson quoted it on Twitter. He's like, we're, we're, like we've been waiting for it, Prince. Yeah. You know? Oh. <laughs> like, uh, he even yeah. did the little, uh, you know, Undisputed Era stood in the ring, did their little hand signal. Bauer just... He, he looked at them. And he looked down at Gargano and did the little uh, bullet club oh, point yeah. shoot at him there on the ground. Yeah. I'm going, what are they going to do? And it was cool because, you know, in the promos leading up, Balor had that whole, you know, in order to move forward, I need to go back. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all right, makes sense now. Yeah. Um, that, I'll tell you what, like it legit fired me up when yeah. I saw that. Good. Um, Good. Yeah, that was, the, I felt like, and truthfully, like, the, the segment with Cody and Jericho and all mm-hmm. those guys, and that was, like, neck and neck yeah. for me. It was They're, just like... They, like They got the emotional part of wrestling down last night, for sure. I 1,000% agree with you. Yeah. So, who did you like more this week? So, NXT had a way better show than their show last week. Okay. Way better. Yes. Back to the, the NXT that I would wa- be happy to watch every week. Um, that being said, I'm giving the nod to AEW again. Okay. Uh, better better matches, for the most part, uh, subtracting the women's match, even though it was Britt Baker's best match, it does not hold salt against uh, Ripley and Belair. Yeah. Uh, but, and... Maybe a little bit of the fact that I watched AEW first, but AEW just again was more fun to me. Uh, had that had that feel, had the big emotional moment. So again, giving it to AEW. But NXT was a marked improvement over Week Three, uh, and hopefully they don't ever fall back to that. Yeah. So I want them to. I, I want NXT to be able to compete and you know squeak out some of these shows where they have the better show and they have the potential to do it. Uh, but AEW with that with that segment, uh, with the main event, with that f- opening tag match, uh, they just they get the better show overall. With the best friends hugging the ref, doing all that stuff, OC AEW gets the get the nod. Okay, how about you? I'm with you. All right. Good. Yep. See I that? I'm with you. I really am. I I agree. Like NXT have felt fresh. Yeah. Um. Especially like you said, especially compared to last week. Last week was not good. It was, it was a bad wrestling um, show. And I think. I think Trips might have to start relying on like the shock ending, yeah. Or like the because you know what I was thinking about too. You remember the show with Riddle and Dane and that big brawl at the end, and mm-hmm. how we were like, "Oh my god!" And yeah. then then like they put what last week was, and you're going, "What happened?" Mm-hmm. You're like, "It's been like a few weeks. Yeah. What the hell happened?" Yep. Um, this kind of put the shock back into it a little yeah. bit. Uh, I'm super intrigued going forward. Right. That de- this was definitely like. It, honestly, it was probably my favorite segment of the night. I think I liked it a little bit more than the yeah. Cody stuff, which that stuff was great. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But, like, just that, like, whoa, shit just picked up, you know? Yeah. And that doesn't really happen a lot 
anymore, you know? Like I agree. And uh, it was definitely, uh, whoa, can't wait to see what they're going to do moving forward. Do but you... I still agree. Yeah. AEW, that opener was just killer. Yeah. Um, the match quality was just better. Mm-hmm. It flowed better. Um, I'm, I'm definitely. I think I'm going to give them the nod again. So yeah. I have them three shows to one Is so that far. Three to one. NXT? And I'm, I'm two to two. Yeah, you're two and two. Um, but uh, again, bottom line, both shows were this week were awesome. Yeah, it was a, exactly what I want. Two great wrestling shows. Four hours of wrestling. That I will gladly watch. Yeah, it, it didn't feel like it was a chore at all. No. You know? This week was like super enjoyable. Yeah. So, what did the viewing audience think? Got some ratings here, real quick, like we do at the end of every show. Yes. So, there was some returning uh, sporting events happening. The 76ers, the aforementioned 76ers. Trust the process. And then, well, I think it's the World Series already. Is that what's happening? Yeah, it was Game 2 of the World okay, Series. Game last 2 of the night. World yeah. Series. So, both shows took a little bit of a hit conceivably because of that uh but this is the fourth week in a row while, we're, while we have them i have them two and two you have them three and one uh aw won in ratings again yeah <laughs> uh they finished up with uh nine to the nine hundred and sixty three thousand viewers which is a drop first to first show under a million uh, I read an interview they were talking about, it and they said that they were in, their initial hopes were hoping to do five hundred thousand. That was what they would consider was a success. Really? That was like they were. Uh, I think wow. it was probably that same interview with the Bucks, but they were saying like we thought we'd start five hundred thousand, build from there, and blah blah blah. So we're hitting over a million. It's amazing. So I'm sure they're very happy with that. It's a point four five rating in the eighteen to forty nine demo, and they were the fourth biggest show on cable last night. Okay, NXT. Got 698,000, so they've dropped under 700,000, which they've been creeping down towards the last couple of weeks. Yeah. They were the 21st most watched show. Damn. That's a huge gap. That is. Like, That's even big. though I, the numbers, there, there's a big gap in those numbers, you know, the 200,000, 250, somewhere around there. That's a big number, uh, but that fourth. To twenty first, that's huge. That's that's a big deal. That's a lot of television. Um, There's a lot of different television shows you could watch. I know yes. number one was World Series, number two was seven, Sixers yeah. game. Like, yeah, and of course, like, and, and I know that their target is like the eighteen to forty nine male demo. Yeah, uh, um, the number three spot was American Horror Story, actually. So there you go. I have to start. Watch- I have like I don't four have episodes on the again. DVR. I, I was hurt. I don't know. I was told it picked back up, so I'll have to watch it again. But anyway, um, yeah, AEW, they're just... Yep, they're they're cleaning house. Yeah. And it'll level out. Again, AEW still has that new feeling to it. People, you know, I tune in first because I, I want to see what they're doing Same. and who's going to show Same. up and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they still have that new, that fresh new smell to them. It'll level out eventually. Yeah. As long as NXT doesn't keep doesn't throw any stinkers like they did last week, uh, they'll, they'll definitely level out. But uh, that's four weeks in a row. AEW is cleaning up, and I'm sure they're thrilled about it. Oh, and I'm sure how could you not be? Has probably thrown books or broke a desk or two. Yeah, I'm sure I, Triple H has gotten some not good phone calls from his uh, father-in-law. I'm, I, you know, I'm sure he has, and I'm wondering, like, I, 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 I don't think it's like a rush decision about the whole Bauer thing. Yeah, but that's gonna get. I think that that's gonna get some more eyes. Yes. Um, you know, the the, the majority of. 18 to 49 male demographic at this point, they watch sports. It's yes. just that it is what it is. Yes. More people are going to watch the World Series. More people are going to watch basketball. Both shows had a gain in that demographic, though. 
Which is that's it's promising. Very small. It's point oh oh one. That's still a gain. But Take both a game. shows gained in that demographic. That's good then. Which is a step in the right direction for both of them. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be the fall off is from the from the different demos. Yeah, it, so, and that make that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went with uh, AEW. You went right. with uh, AEW as well. So okay. yeah, three and one for me. Two what's and your, two for you. What's your match of the night though? Uh, so I I'm one A and one B. Okay. Um, one A I would probably have with Lucha Brothers Private Party. Okay. Uh, honestly, I kind of wanted to say just for that stomp off the top. That though, was really good. It was sick. Yeah. Uh, and then one B would be the triple threat with Roddy, okay. uh, Jack yeah. and um, Lee. Yeah. My match of the night is my AEW match of the show, Mox versus Pac. Pack. Uh, I just it just it just hit me in the right spot. Hey, I like the, I like the brawlers. That's dope. Um, I do like the the private party Lucha Brothers tag match better than the Triple Threat, but the Triple Threat was very good. Okay. Uh, really really did like it. Strong contender there. Yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> but yeah, Mox versus Pac for me. Good. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. It's wrestling. It's subjective. It's true. Don't. Don't hate on me for my opinion on what the match was. Yeah. What I thought was the best. Yeah, Kevin Nash. Oh, man. What a bummer. Yeah. Oh. More that's like, sad. Um, all right. So, we're going to hit the social media stuff, I yeah. guess, right? Keep up, the, keep up the interactions. I enjoyed talking wrestling with a few people that I did this yeah. week. You're good at the Twitter. Uh, I want to give a, a just quick little shout-out to, uh, to my friend, Jenna. Oh, hi, Jenna. Known her for a very, very long time. She's awesome. Had some nice things to say about my rant last week. Aww. I'm sure that got me uh, some, got us some listeners. So I appreciate that. Uh, Jenna's awesome. She's known me for such a long time that she remembers when I didn't make any sense. Uh, and you still don't. <laughs> it made sense last week. <laughs> you, no, and that's all that counts. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for that. I appreciate that. And uh, for everybody else, keep hitting us up. Uh, you can find us at the soon to be named network. Yes. Right, that's at STBN network on the Twitter. Uh, we ourselves are at Wednesday war pod on the Twitter. You can uh, <laughs> follow me and every Wednesday night, I will just blow up your Twitter feed tweeting over and over again. Keep you in tune. If you're not watching AEW, and I'll spoil the entire show for you. Um, <laughs> check us at Facebook Wednesday night war podcast. Uh, the Podbean, our RSS feed is WednesdayNightWarPod.Podbean.com. You can email the show at WednesdayNightWarPod at Gmail. Uh, you can ask us questions. You can give us your opinion. I don't know what else. I mean, we'll read some. If you want to read some on the show, I'll read I'll, some on the yeah, show. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Uh, you want to argue, you, Kevin Nash, you want to send me an email and challenge me to a fight. I will not fight you. Um but I will gladly write you a terse email. Uh, and then as far as the show, if you're listening, you already found us. So, cool. But uh, <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio. No surprises for Brett this week on where we are. Thank you. I, uh, I can't take many more surprises. I don't do well with surprises. I'm working on one, but I'm lazy. Oh. So, maybe next week. But now that I said there's a surprise, you're going to be waiting for it. So I'm probably going to wait a little while longer. Uh, other than that, if you want to hit us both up personally and hear us talk about wrestling on our Twitters. Uh, or, you know, the, I don't know, see how excited we are to go see the Misfits again. Ha! We're going. Yeah, or, we're going to the um, Misfits show in Philadelphia. If anybody are. wants to say hello, come say hi. And I'll cry when they play <laughs> Death Comes Ripping. 
And uh, but yeah, so you can follow me Twitter at the Dude. It's T H E D double O G E. Uh, and then you can, if you want to talk comics, I'll talk comics. I'll talk wrestling. I'll talk music. I'll talk movies. Uh, I'll talk anything, you're but it's like mostly going to be wrestling. You're just like a pop culture butterfly. I, I, I It's just I, I don't have much. Do of you a go life. on TMZ? No. Oh, What's I, think, I mean, I know what TMZ What's is. The TMZ. But how, do I, how do I go on TMZ? Like, am I? Do they follow? You're asking if TMZ follows me. I was going to let that go. Okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, <laughs> where, where, okay, so where can they find you, Brett? If you'd like to talk to me about uh, the Misfits. Are or, you on TMZ? No, <laughs> no I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Um, you could follow me at BrettXEdge570. Huge you, Ed, he, Edge head. Huge fan of the U2. Loves hanging out on the edge of cliffs. I'm not a huge fan of you right now. That's fine. You're uh, not allowed to be. I lied. I, I'm a big fan of you. You're, oh, you, thanks, you the pal. man. But if you want to talk about the 76ers, baby, trust the motherfucking process. 1-0. Let's go. Why aren't you talking to Chucky e. T about the Sixers? Well, you know, I was a little disappointed like he didn't say something on the camera last night. Yeah. Like, somebody tell me the Sixers score. I would be like, ah, uh, I'm going to buy your shirts right now. Well. Uh, also, if you want to, you know, watch me... Live tweet while watching Halloween Havoc '93. Right. Come on over, because I like to do random shit like that. That's so, thing. Yeah. we like a lot more wrestling other than the Wednesday night wrestling. Oh, uh, so yeah. You want to talk any of that other stuff? You know, it was funny. Uh, we will. Our 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 friend Douglas. Oh, uh, he was asking me. Ridiglione. He was asking me how um why uh, I was watching WCW Halloween Havoc 2000. Why not? I couldn't give him a good answer, and he's like, he's like, why do you have a love for that era of WCW? I was like. I don't know, man. It's just because it was great. I don't know. It's not, no. Because I was there the night where Terry Funk told Ric Flair in the uh, NEPA Civic Center at Casey Plaza. He called him a banana-nosed bucktooth bastard. Well. And that has shaped me ever since as a human being. Terry Funk in the year 2000, everybody. In the year 2000. All right, that's weird. (laughs) That's going to end that one. Do your thing. Pro wrestling. Let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.